on this episode of Quantum Week, May 7th through 13th, 2000. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music and headlines and things. Uh, this one is not random, though, because this was a fan-voted-on episode right. of Battlefield Motherfucking Earth! Battlefield Earth. And uh, Maria Maria, which was the number one song this week on the Billboard 100. Right, Santana. So now we've done three Santana songs. or we're doing, This was our third one. Correct. And we have not hit Michael Jackson, except for the, the Michael Jackson and the, the, say, say, the say. say, Say, Say fucking That's right. song. Three Santana. No Al Pacino, no Michael Jackson. This is bullshit. Strange. But it's, um, it's what we signed up for. That's right. Uh, but before we get into yes. that, let's talk. Uh, thank our patrons. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Kenny K, Michael B, Mike C, and David L. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our patrons. Also, um, uh, back again this week is Two Tours CBD. Uh, two Tours. We've talked about a lot on the podcast. There are Pick Tennessee projects, so you know that their products are very high quality, the best ingredients. It's a veteran-owned company. Um, I've been using the salve for a while now. It's really helping my wrist, which I injured over the summer. Um, Chris has been using it for sleep aid and anxiety. Have you been, did you take it preemptively? Not anxiety. So, I mean, sorry, sleep, insomnia. insomnia. You can take it for anxiety. Right, right, I've right. been pretty anxious free lately. So I've been, I've been feeling very relaxed. I feel, oh, I feel you've been good. like meditating and shit or what? No, I think I'm just like, I'm just in a, I don't know. You're in a good place? I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, it's, just, it's just the, the, I don't like the weather being cold. I don't so like the that, weather either. The, the, being cold. the winter on coming is maybe kind of bummed out, but yeah. I'm not anxious about it. I'm just You're not anxious. Like bummed out about it. But what about, did you take it preemptively before you were going to sleep the last couple nights? I haven't. I haven't. No, I have not. Didn't need to. I, I, I've been okay sleeping since that debacle we talked about, I guess would have been on the Wednesday show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which for us in real time was last weekend. Um, and it drops tomorrow. So I'm all over the place. I know. Um, right. But, uh, so yeah, so last weekend I had that time where I it was like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, three o'clock in the morning. I can't sleep. And I took it and I was asleep in half an hour. It was great. Cause I was feeling really awake and like, fuck, what and am I going to do? It, yeah. yeah. Did the trick. So do the right thing. Yes, no, I, it's nice knowing I have it in my back pocket. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's right there. It's in my little pantry closet, ready to go. And I'm super excited to try the uh, sugar sometime. Um, uh, yeah, I've never yeah, experienced sugar, that before. a sugar product as well. Exactly. Yep. So uh, go to, to um, tutors.com, use code word QW for 10% off and free shipping. Right. You ready to talk about Battlefield Earth? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so... Battlefield Earth. Uh, let me say this. So when we're talking about Battlefield Earth, it's not so much it's the worst movie we've covered. It's it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so I, I'm this like... This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. So it's really... I was thinking about this. It's really hard to, like, to do everything wrong. Yes. To have a bad script, bad everything. acting, bad effects, bad, bad music, editing. bad ed- terrible editing, wild, bad cinematography, bad effects, bad coloring, bad art design. All had, it's really hard to do all of that. Everything. And then when you compound that, you know, you think about that it's a ninety million dollar budget. Well, kind of. Ninety three million. Well, that's not what happened. Though. It's ninety three million dollar budget. But it's not what happened. They. It's actually a forty million dollar budget, and they lied to investors. They lied. That's what happened. To well, them. still, it's a forty million dollar budget. Right. And you fucking do everything wrong. Right. And you have, you know, a dire- the directors won some Oscars. I mean, won an Oscar for a short film. Well, but, we, but he won an Oscar for a short film as a director of a short film. Uh, okay. Okay. But, and he's, he's experienced in sci-fi. 
Yes. Because with Star Wars, he won right. an Oscar. I know it was with like, uh, but he's a you know, production, production designer though. Yes. It's a very different. But one a short story, but a short, a, short movie, but very different a, as a director though. Very different. Still though, but okay. But you're not dealing with completely incompetent people. You kind of are. That's a big jump. You That's think a big so? promotion. Yeah. But every, but everybody, not everybody. But the actors aren't. No, I mean, exactly. The three, got Barry, the three oh, leads are. Jesus. So first off, by the way, this movie is fucking trash. This movie oh, is it's trash. fucking trash. It's it's. So is this the worst we've ever seen? The pro- I don't think so. Oh my I've, god! This no, is the worst I've seen we've some, ever seen. Have you ever seen that? There's this film called the the Bronx. Is it? Um, has it, when I'm saying, let me I think just, it hit the theaters. Let me preface it. So I'm talking about a studio, a major studio would distribute a film. I'm not talking about like a a college art film. I'm talking about this is the worst movie ever made by. <sighs> A major studio but is this worse than alvin and the chipmunks absolutely i don't this know is so much worse so much worse this is miles that was absolute dog shit though. it's a bad movie I, no no question about it. this is miles <sighs> worse so I, I started thinking about the worst movies in my life yeah uh the only movie in my life i've ever walked out of was johnny mnemonic that's the uh keanu reeves that's Joel better Lundgren. than this uh it's it is better than this it's more boring than this this movie isn't really the, the one thing this movie has got going for it, it's not really boring it's so terrible. It's so terrible. It's so horrible that it's, it's in a bizarre, like, anti-art way. It's almost entertaining yeah. in a strange yeah. you know, carnival mirror. Uh, Batman and Robin is an absolutely horrible movie. But that's better than this. It is better. Yeah. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. <sighs> so we can't count The Room. No. Because that no, wasn't, not, that's not, not a major a, movie. Okay. Not a, we're talking about studio film. I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh, maybe. Maybe this is. I don't know. Alvin and the Chipmunks is so bad. It is so bad. Alvin and the Chipmunks is terrible. Alvin and the Chipmunks has some redeeming elements to it. It has better editing. Has oh the the so editing. So let's talk about that real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's do that. There's one scene where there's Barry Pepper and the two other like uh like I don't know, caveman type guys that he's hanging out with. Yeah, uh, and they're having a conversation, and some of the co- some of the sentences are only like two words. Yes, and it cuts back and forth whoever's talking i saw that exact same thing and it's very disorientating and it's very like almost makes you nauseous oh my god i, I felt the same like, way no one would ever so typically so what would they typically do in hollywood is you'll have a a wide shot and then you have everyone in the frame and then if you're having kind of quicker conversations it's all kind of captured and then if someone has a longer sentence or a longer speech you go to then them. you go to the close-up yes and then you go out but you can't <sighs> do it you can't be like yes no i like food I like water and you have cuts, 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 cuts no. each time. It's like, whoa, it was choppy from the fucking get go too. It, it was choppy in a way that didn't make the, that didn't make sense at the no. beginning. Like in the beginning when you see Barry Pepper and like he's in the cave and they're talking and he's telling a story and they're yes. saying there is no God. And he starts dancing. And he starts dancing <laughs> and then they start like making grunty noises yes. and shit. So these are humans, but now they're cavemen and, but, but the cuts were so weird and random. It was like almost hard. It was hard to follow the story. So like, I don't know what his purpose is in that. Part. so yeah okay so the premise of this movie is that a thousand oh, years ago yes a- aliens came to the planet and they destroyed uh most of humanity uh but they've been basically holding this planet captive for a thousand years a thousand years okay right so barry pepper and this group of cavemen don't know who the aliens are they think the bad guys are like a miniature golf yes like like yes. basically like exhibits in a miniature golf like the uh, big dinosaur in the miniature golf what he attacks with a fucking so they had no idea the aliens existed didn't know what they looked like 
didn't they know didn't they even existed. Seem really even were around, and they were like two days horse journey or walk away. They right, they were they were right next to you. The you would have seen the fucking ships fly overhead. Right. You would have heard them, of course. No, that's bu- there was so much bullshit. So there's a like thousand years, so many things like that make that just aren't thought out. No, like and you just like all right, well who's in? Oh, you know, you have Jonathan, John Travolta, you have. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest fucking... Oh, Travolta nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, after this movie, won an Oscar. <laughs> yes, I know. And Barry Pepper was in Saving Private Ryan. Right. So these are people that know what a great film feels like. They know what a good film feels like. Yes. They understand. They've been on real sets. They've yeah. had Spielberg, Tarantino. They've had some uh, major directors direct them. Yeah. How... What were they thinking going and showing up to work every day in, like... They must have known that this script doesn't like there's real problems here. I was, I like, was, why did Forrest Whitaker do this movie? That's my thing. I was like, who in my head? I'm like, who is, who is the person I'm most disappointed in? And it's Forrest Whitaker because he's so, he's really talented. He's really talented. Yes. I mean, but he has the least to gain too. That, yes. Travolta to me is kind of a shitty actor. Who's had a couple, like he's had Pulp Fiction. He's, he was great oh, in Pulp yeah, Fiction. Fever and stuff. Yeah, but he's, he's not like welcome great. Back Carter. I mean, he's a, he's a major star. He is. He's not great in either one of those. He's great in, uh, he's only been great once. Right. And but that was Pulp we're, Fiction. We're talking about fame. You're not, okay. You're not talking about quality here. But, just, just, no, I know. But like, I don't, I, this doesn't seem that out of place for, for him to me. This is Forrest Whitaker seems out of this place. This seems out of place for anybody to be in. Barry Pepper, but I can almost forgive him too because he was never in a lead. That's the whole thing. You're getting your lead. In, so just on sheer. So a lot of times I'll say in a movie, like I don't understand why was this movie made. Who is yes, this movie made for? Yes, yes. I completely understand why this was made. Yeah. It's an alien movie, uh, a summer release with John Travolta. So just from those things, remember this is the year 2000. Right. So just in those things, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. Travolta had done like three or four hits in a row at that point. Um, and, you know, he's coming off Pulp Fiction, Get yeah. Shorty, The General's. General's, General's daughter. General's daughter, which which is the movie made, which made money, right? I think, I think so. It was mildly successful. Like he had done primary done colors, right? Like he had done, like he had had like a string of of stuff that was pretty successful. Yeah. So like it made sense that he's going to do. I guess all right, he does a science fiction movie, fine. Um, and he also invested in uh, all those. Yes. So I understand why yes, he was yes, involved. Yes. Barry Pepper, you know, coming off Saving Pride Ryan, um, you know, he had done a couple of things, but he had right, he never really been a lead before, right? But he, all right, so he's done, he, so, he, but he's done movies. He's done right. big movies, but he was never, he was never big. He was never lead right. in any of these. So you kind of, you forget, I forgive him. You understand it. Yeah. You understand why you signed it out of the line. Absolutely. What, what Forrest, is Forrest Whitaker's Whitaker? gain here? Like he's a, it's kind of a supporting actor. Kind of, he's something he's done his whole career anyway. He's in like art house films. So he was in like, they must have gave him a lot of money. But I guess, but if you're saying it's a $40 million budget, how much money could they have really given well, him? They didn't spend any money on anything else. That, well, that's fucking true. The effects true. are horrible. Oh, they're so bad. They're like, so this is the year 2000. These are like effects you'd see in like a 1988 kind of cheesy movie. It looked like, uh, so when they showed the, um, the home world at one point, I'm like, uh, next generation Star Trek on TV looks yeah, better. Right. That's a good, that's a good comp. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This you is know, something that was 10 years earlier on TV, on TV looks better. That was a really good comp. I would say that the effects are exactly a Star Trek next generation. effects. <laughs> like, what Not are the we, movies. What? No, the TV, the show. TV show. Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like you can see it's drawn and then, you know, and then even and like then, weird, exp- like it, everything was oh. terrible. Uh, even the font is bad in this movie. <laughs> yes, Every yes. single part of this movie is atrocious. You couldn't do one thing, right? The music is so annoying. The music's horrible. One thing right. Do one thing right. I got to talk about John Travolta's uh, dis- like dialogue. So <laughs> part of his character, first off, he's a middle manager. He is. Okay. So he, so you, you but you don't really empathize with him because he's the villain. He's a fucking dick. So he's just kind of like this, like, 
uh, like paper pusher kind of like he is. So he's got no real power, but yet he's the villain, which is a strange dichotomy. Anyway, fine. Right, right, right. I'll, I'll let that slide. Yeah. He, his part of his character is he like tricks people, but the way he tricks them is how like an eight year old would trick you. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, one of the things is, uh, he's holding, uh, Mary Pepper's girlfriend hostage. And he said, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I won't kill her. Yep. If you tell me what I need to know. Right. He's and Barry Pepper's like, fine, that's a good deal. And he's like, well, yeah, I won't kill her. Hoo-hoo! But he will. And he, gives, <laughs> yeah. and he gives the gun to Forrest Whitaker. Yes. And it's like, uh, and it's all these like weird tricks of like dialogue. And it's like, what little, like, what, it's like something like my nephew would do, like my eight year old nephew. Even like, just like recording people too. It's like, you, you know, getting Forrest Whitaker to, 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 um, you know, to, to say that he's gonna, he's gonna do all these bad things that he's got. So he sort of secret records him. Like, that's so fucking telegraphed. It's dumb. And they secret record multiple times. So I they know. Keep going it's back. like, oh, you got me again. <laughs> Another thing that was maybe my most famous favorite uh, John Travolta trick is he's talking to the bartender. By the way, the bartender's name in this movie is the bartender, which fine, yeah. but yeah, whatever. Fine. So he's like, all right, well, if, um, if something in these files should happen to magically appear, then um, you'll get your way. You'll get this money that he has coming. Yes. Home. And he's like, great. So I get my money. He says, no, no. I said, if it would magically appear, but there's no magic here. So you won't get your money. <laughs> and the bartender's like, cause crestfallen. He's like, he's like oh, you dick. all right. I mean, <laughs> but it's always like tricks of phrase, it is. which you don't typically see in like a non vaudevillian or non six year old. Right. Right. What about fucking Travolta's wife in this too? Kelly like, Creston. Why so would you part. want, why would you, if you're her, why would you want to be in this fucking film? Oh, as this yeah, half you're woman? financing it. They, 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 yeah, uh, but as this half bald villain with a long tongue, I would say it's one of the it was one of the better parts of the movie. It was like interesting. It was different. I was like, it was a change. It was something. It certainly was something. Jesus, oh, though. Also, yeah, present me like that. This movie is incredibly dark. It's not lit properly. No, it's not. They didn't, must not have had money for fucking for lamps. I don't know about. I don't like. I don't think they. So here's what happened with the budgeting. So. Uh, franchise films, which is also the same people that did Heist, which right. is a movie that I like, but they've done a lot of trash movies. Um, they do pet projects, it seems. Yeah, that's what they say. I think it's a, a putting lipstick on a pig a little bit, but really? they basically take stuff that no one will do. Okay. Um, and then they don't really pay the talent very much because they figure, hey, we're going to do this project for you, and then they kind of strong arm into theaters by kind of aggressive tactics. Uh, they told investors that um, we're spending nine, or it was like 70, 80, 70 or 80 million dollars in this film. Um, and they really only spent 40. I thought the tally was like 93, but okay, tell, tell us. Yeah. Um, and uh, they end up going to court about it and they got sued and lost. Mm. Um, it was, it was fraud. They were f- being, they were being, and they also were doing things called packaging, which means they were basically saying like, Hey, you can invest in movie a, like the Wesley Snipes movie that people would want to invest in. Yeah. But then you have only way you can invest in a is if you invest in B, which is battle, battle, I see. battlefield I see. earth, which no one wanted to invest in, but they were just trying to like push these projects in, he really thought the guy that runs franchise films, he really thought this was going to be a big hit, which I kind of understand. Like it's a John Travolta spaceship movie. Um, and if you if it only really costs 40 to make, then it, you figure you at least get your money back. Sure. And it, it didn't even, well, it, they, no. they did that eventually did that through, this has become like a cult. So this is free that you can go watch this if you want to. It's on Amazon prime. It's free. Yeah. Like it's, this is a movie that will like last a long time. It's so, it's like playing knife from outer space. Like this is like such a terrible movie that people will talk about this movie forever. Yeah, I mean, um, yes. I can't so even bad. get that mad I, about it. It's so terrible. I just don't know why, like how, like they've really fucked this. Like, how do you fuck it up that bad? Everything. The camera angles. It's a fucking Dutch angle. The entire, the entire movie. The entire movie is off kilter angle. And it's, 
It's so it's so annoying to look at. The everything is annoying. The cuts are okay. The angles annoying. The cuts of the film are annoying. The lighting sucks. The music's annoying. The dialogue's annoying. Everything about it is annoying. It's it's not so. There's not there's nothing pleasant about it. Nothing. There's nothing. This movie is not a pleasant watch. The director, by the way, is Roger Christian. Roger Christian. I should mention him. He's what what a man. And then so <laughs> the, the screenplay. This is this I this is the kind of thing that would just drive me fucking crazy. So it was written by J D Shapiro and yeah. Corey Mandel. So J D Shapiro, he's the same guy that wrote Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is not a bad movie. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's Carrie always. Yeah. Singing. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's a spoof. It's a satire. Spooky, yeah. It's, it's fun. You know, it's funny. It's fine. Uh, he wrote this movie and then he was pulled off. Basically he was getting, I think he was getting to fights with Travolta and the producers and stuff. Uh, and he was like, and he basically said, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Can you please put a pen name in? I don't want to be associated with it. They left his real name in there. And then this other guy, this Corey Mandel, I guess basically gave us the movie that we saw. Oh, and then they kept, because there's all sorts of union regulations. You have to, at least yeah. if you, if you yeah, are yeah. involved at all, you have to be credited for, you know, for really for residuals. It's really to protect the writer, but sometimes it can back, it can backfire. <laughs> so now he, this JD Shapiro guy has his name attached to this fucking oh. movie. And it's like literally the worst movie ever made. <laughs> just, that would fucking drive me fucking bonkers i mean he kind of laughed about it now but i'm sure there are moments where i'm i would have been crying about it well yeah because i mean if, this is a horrible movie. he probably didn't get jobs because of it i mean it's also your reputation i mean i'm sure people in hollywood understand but like i just it's, it's your name i know attached. i mean this is this movie is so atrocious it, it's like you said it did everything wrong like to have a dutch angle we're talking about that's like basically the camera's like crooked it's like cockeyed yeah it's like that almost the entire movie and you use it to feel to, you know, when, when you're trying to make the audience feel disjointed in yes. the scene, like you do, you know, if you've got like a psycho killer there, you, you do the Dutch angle because you want to, you want to make the audience feel that way. You're not try, you don't do that in a sci-fi film the entire way through. Right. That the Dutch angle has kind of gone out of style a bit. What happens now is they use this called steady cam, which is like handheld. Mm. So when you want to audience feel on steady now, it'll switch to like a handheld, which creates that kind of like shaky, a little bit of wobbly. Yeah. Uh, and, and that can give you that same feeling for an audience member more so dutch angle has kind of gone by the wayside i think another reason kind of gone by the wayside is this movie probably like this movie anything with this movie is like completely radioactive <laughs> it it just Jesus. i mean barry pepper's career did survive and forrest whitaker did win an oscar later on travolta eh, yeah. he, he i guess wore it the most um but i mean he still went on and did a couple other things after this but i mean he he wasn't the same star he was before this came out no no but i I don't think he was going to have much of a career. He's not. He, Travolta's not. But he good. was a big star at the time. I think you're really negating this. But you're, you're selling Travolta short here. I don't mean to. I just think at this point. So you know, in the, when we're talking about mid '90s and later, he's past his prime. He's overweight. You could say that he's is not his prime, a, though. He's in Face Off. He's in Get Shorty. These are huge movies. Was Face Off huge? That's yeah. such a shit it made, movie. Made too. a lot of money. That's such a shit movie. I haven't seen Get Shorty's not good either. It's okay. It's not really good. I mean, he's. I mean, they did a sequel later on, Be Cool, which is terrible. I forgot about that. But Get Shorty's alright. Has Gene Hackman. There's, there's some good things about it. Mm. It's not. A, it's not a terrible movie. I like, mean, he sort of. He, 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 I mean, he did that he, movie he, Phenomenon. Yeah, I guess. Which is not a good movie to make <laughs> no. money. Yeah. But like he, but that was actually his peak. Was that late? Now, he was a bigger star for a longer period. Than of time he was during Greece. Than he was even during the Greece. I mean, that was a bigger the Saturday Night Live. I guess like, Saturday Night Fever. I guess it's like peak versus like. Uh, length yeah like the peak of that late 70s stuff was obviously much higher sure but he was a star you figure perfect about 94 this is 2000 that's a pretty good six-year run where he was a major top build action star i mean okay. uh, not action movie star he's still up yeah he also did broken arrow with fucking you know um oh, christian, slater, actually, right? christian slater and like he but that he, made money too didn't it i, I think know, it maybe. did did it yeah like these movies made money they were not 
they, they you mentioned they're not like, good. Though. They might have made money, well, but they're, they're well, shit. It's not, it's I guess it doesn't. The relevance matter. of the discussion, though. I guess like, he yeah. was a big star. Like that's the thing is like when this came out, this, you know, this opened number two, and people went out and saw it just because it was John Travolta, which I under, at the time he yeah. was a big star. I'm down on Travolta. I'm just down. Well, thumbs I mean, down this, on Travolta. This, I mean, this. But even but all those movies they might have made money, but I don't like. Like I'm not the majority a fan of him of them. either. I, yeah. don't, I think he's overrated too. I mean, he seems like he's probably a nice guy. Probably a nice guy. Um, he's had a lot of tragedies. He's, his son's yes, died, yes. and his wife just passed away a few months ago. Yeah. So you know, he's definitely had a, had a tough go. Um, but he, uh, we we talked about with uh, the taking a pen one two three. Like, yeah. He wasn't very good in that. No. Um. Yeah, I think he's pretty limited in his skill set. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's, he's goofy. He's goofy. Travolta in this one too is the fucking. He likes being alien. funny. He's one of the people that isn't funny, but oh, he's likes, not funny. He loves being funny, but he's not funny. Yeah, but he really loves being funny. Like you could tell, he was really having like, he, such, he was such he a was great time. Yeah, doing this this where he's like he's like getting like when he was doing stuff with that like those turns of phrase. Yeah, he was like tricking Forrest Whitaker by taping him. He was so happy doing these things. He was. So one thing I want to mention with Travolta too, and with this movie is the uh, Scientology element of it. And I yeah. I gotta say like. I, I'm, I'm this is one thing that kind of annoys me is that people say oh battlefield earth is the bad scientology movie it's not really scientology at all it's just a bad fucking movie it is a bad movie i mean it was based on l ron hubbard's right. book but it was his sci-fi book it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't dianetics, dianetics or right. you know any of his other scientology stuff so right this so i think it gets a pass in a way because, because they just say like, the church did this it's like oh sci- this is a scientology movie but it's yeah. no this movie just fucking sucks because yeah. everyone involved was awful I was out to, uh, I was talking to someone earlier today and he said he actually read the book and really liked the book, which I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I'm not, I guess the book's quite long. Yeah. He said it was really thick. Crazy. And this is only covers the first, like not even the first half. Yeah. This was supposed to be, and you could tell this is supposed to be like a franchise. Right. I think, I swear to God, it's true. Travolta said this was quote, going to be star Wars, but better. End quote. (sighs) And you see what they did with the, the swipes. Oh, uh, I know. Which oh. is so annoying. Oh, yeah, the mid, like the middle. Yeah, swipes. so Star oh, Wars God. has that, which I think is kind of corny. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I like it for for Star Wars. Well, we like it, it because we grew up with it. But yeah. if, if you if we saw this for the first time, we'd be like it's fucking annoying. And there's those annoying swipes between scenes. It's very disjointed. Take sure the movie. It's not good. It's it's it's. But it feels like Star Wars when we watch because it because we grew up with Star Wars. Right. But if but watching it in this film, it's like no one else should but ever even do that. Even the swipes doing aren't right. So basically, they start in the middle and then go right to left. Yes. So it's almost like curtains. Yes. But it's. But, okay, so there's so many things wrong with it. A, that's really distracting. Worse than the other swipe for Star Wars because now you're having two different things happening on your screen. The other thing is sometimes it would go to a freeze frame or to slow-mo, then you do a swipe. <laughs> and it's like, what? To going from the one point in Forrest Whitaker's alien creature is laughing. Yes. Then it goes to slow-mo. Then it goes to a curtain swipe. Uh. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it is so crazy. Like, what? <laughs> And now all that stuff happened in post-production. So someone was... Someone like said someone this is a good like idea. In, someone was watching it. Someone was watching. It's like sitting down at a desk. <laughs> oh, shit. And they're like, you know what we need to do here is we need to make this scene go to slow-mo. But you know what we also need to do is we need to also have this swipe so people know the scene is now over. It's... Why would you do this? It, it, it Everything was bad. Everything... Can we talk about the thousand years a little bit again? <laughs> so... So... The, so first of all, the aliens are there on the planet... They've they're ruling over the humans for a thousand years, thousand years. and they never think that it's okay. They never number one. They don't never think that humans are intelligent. They never think no. that they can use humans for slave labor Correct. to mine like to do anything for anything. To, why wouldn't you do that? 
They, they also don't know what the humans even they don't know to what eat. the humans eat. They, like they've never seen a human before. They've ruled over the humans for a thousand years. So here's the experiment they do to get the humans to eat. So they have three humans led by Barry Pepper. They send them in the woods and they're like, well, we're just going to let them go. If we send them in the woods, they'll eat what they want to eat. But they send them into the woods with no food and there's no, it's a thousand years since humanity. So there's nothing around. So uh, they end up kind of going to this town and they find a rat and they eat the rat out of sheer desperation. And the aliens think that they're chose to eat the rat. So that's the delicacy that they want. But there was no other option available. There were no other options. What are they going to do? Eat the grass? Why would they think that? I don't Or eat like a chair. Like what are they? But even that, like even before that, the idea that, hey, you know what? We need to incentivize these humans. So let's figure out, <laughs> let's figure out what their favorite food is and use that and yes. then let them go so that they find the rat. Like that whole premise sucks. Why don't you just ask the humans? Just fucking ask them. You can talk to Barry Pepper, bitches. Oh, we're going to give you whatever you want to eat. Yeah. Can you? Another thing. They, so they're there for a thousand years. They never once learned the language ever. They never, they never chose another human. They thought that dogs were more intelligent than how do you humans were flying planes when the fucking aliens came down to conquer. So, and they think the dogs are the smart ones. What the fuck? So the aliens say that, um, we did, we basically conquered the world in nine minutes, nine minutes. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Why don't you show that? Why, why isn't that the beginning of your movie? I, I did show it. That would be a great open to a movie, right? The first nine minutes with the aliens just, yeah. The takeover of the planet. That would be a wild way to just open a movie. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Way better than cave people with fucking Barry pepper dancing. Dance. <laughs> right. So, right. So, so that, so the other thing is thousand years is then they end up, the cavemen eventually, uh, through a flight simulator, they learn to fly in five days. Not not only fly, but fly like high powered jets and do tricks and shit, and shoot fucking <laughs> like high arsenal weapons. They learn they learn nuclear how weapons. How does the flight simulator work though? How did, who had electricity? So they find their way <laughs> into a military bunker that still has electricity after a thousand years. And by the way, no dust. This fight's no dust. Was brand new. There are books. <laughs> there are books with the pages still intact. Well, the books had some dust up in the library. Oh, oh no. they won't say that. But in the yeah. flight simulator, that flight simulator looked brand new. <laughs> Plus, how do these, how do the planes still have gas in them? How do the planes, like, tires have it? Like, just like, like <laughs> the engine works, the oil. The metal would have, would have fucking degraded. <laughs> these planes look brand new. Has anybody, so have, have you seen swords found from the Middle Ages, like, that have been stuck in dirt for 500 years? They fucking, they're all corroded, or they're fucking, like, you all decrepit. after a year? Dude, we because of COVID, I have to start my car every week or the battery goes dead. Right. I drive Laura's car around just every, every, every week. I take a it out. A thousand right. years. A thousand years. And they expect, who, okay. And they like, who's, <laughs> I don't get what director, what screenwriter, what producer would have seen that and been like, yeah, they'll buy this. That, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. This, 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 like they're going to buy Forrest this. Whitaker's agent, Barry Pepper. It's like, Travolta's not a dumb guy. Yeah, I, I, the jury's out on that. But Barry Pepper's not a dumb guy. I, I mean, we don't, we got to figure though, even if Barry Pepper is a dumb guy, I have no idea. You figure his people working for him would have read the script and just been like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Anybody reading the script would have Being said a set, thousand aren't years. You like, if you're on set, aren't you like, well, guys, this, is, this, is, this isn't right. Make it 50 years. The fucking cities. Why does it need to be a thousand years? That's right. Make it 50 years. The cities are still basically standing with grass they a little bit high. They went to a mall. Everything's still there. There's a mall. The mannequins are in good shape. The mannequins are <laughs> right. <laughs> There's clothes on them. I don't get any of that. It's Why so frustrating. Do a thousand years? Just say 50 years. Yeah. Even if it's in the book, if that, oh, we got to stay true to the book. I don't know what the reason is. Call it 50 years. That would have looked like 50 years. We, we saw what happened. We saw what happened 
in, you know, to fucking Manhattan after four years, you know, in the zombie movie there. In oh, fucking, we're using in, I Am Legend as, a, I am legend. as, as actual we, re, as research now. You put, I mean, like, that's a little more realistic. Right, right, four right. years or five years or well, whatever it was. Movie, that's a good example because that is a movie that uh, is ridiculous. We both, see, well, I really enjoyed the first half of the movie yeah. a lot more. Part of the reason I enjoyed it because so much thought went into it. Like, he has a generator. He has, like, his canned foods. Like, if you screen, if you just, like, uh, stop the screen, freeze it a couple times, you see the detail in that movie. There's quite yeah. a lot of thought that went into the set design there. Right. You would think a production designer who becomes a director, <laughs> an Oscar winning production designer, would have the most elaborate production designs you'd ever seen. No. Well, there's a reason production designers don't become directors. And it's just, so we this isn't out. the worst. You'd so, okay. Alvin and the Chipmunks is so bad. This is so much worse for these reasons we is just it? stated. It didn't take reality like this and just like fuck it in the ass. This is probably worse. I don't know. This I just, is so much worse. Is it that much worse? Yeah. I mean, it can't be that much worse. But it's I, that much worse. I saw this is the worst so bad. movie I've ever seen in my life. It probably is. I don't know. I gotta, I've never seen anything so horrible. I just remember being so frustrated with, with Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks is really annoying. It's a more annoying movie than this. Um, I guess you're right. There are some things that are right. Like the editing is better. Oh, I mean, the editing is the, I mean, the editing the is just better. The better. editing is like miles better. Yeah. It's like Godfather better. The edit, the, the use of lighting is Godfather better. The effects yeah, you're right. are Godfather better. You're right. Like, I mean, we're talking like, like leaps, not even a little bit. Yeah. I can't think of a movie Oof, there aren't too many movies that are even in the same league with this in any category. Maybe acting. I guess some of the acting, I guess, maybe wasn't the worst in the world. Like, Barry Pepper wasn't terrible. No, actually, I thought Barry Pepper... For what he's working with, for what they're doing... Did actually a pretty good job. He was okay. Yeah. Like, he never, you know, he... He, he, he was a, trying. He looked right. like he was acting. He was the probably, I guess, if someone, the best part of the movie was probably him. I think so, because Forrest Whitaker certainly wasn't I think the best part of the movie, honestly, is how bad it is, though. Because I was laughing out loud, like, several <laughs> times throughout this. I'm like, this is really funny. Like, it's so terrible. It's so... I would have been pissed if, like, I had, like... like if if I was in two, year 2000, and if I had, like, kids... Yeah. I got a sitter for the kids. I was all excited. Maybe this is my... <laughs> maybe, like, the wife let me do, do the action movie this time. Yeah. You go and have dinner at Applebee's or whatever, and, you, you know, you see a punk down, another 40 bucks to go watch Battlefield Earth. Oh. And this was your monthly date, you know, your date night for the month. Suicide after this, like yeah, that, that like, would have been it. I because I, actually, you're you're posing a scenario that could have very well happened to me if if this movie came out, you know, five years ago. Barbara and I might have gone to see blockbuster fucking action sci fi film yeah. in the theater. We very well, you very you well you might have, have yeah. seen it. I was probably you did. You probably do like this movie more than you're letting out because you like all the space, you like all the aliens and all this stuff. You must have been like, oh, good aliens. This is fun. No, this is shit. <laughs> it doesn't look good. None of it look looks good. good. Look good. None of it's uplifted. Like, I, I like... Uplifting. No, but I like the technology of, of the space the travel shit. Yeah, it was very it's rude. So, like, oh, it was awful. Awful. There was, was like... like Kind of Klingonish language and... You, you, you're watching you, a couple times like, how did these people take over the earth in nine minutes. They or don't even travel across the galaxy. They can't even, they don't like speak very well. Like they, no. they use very like, like kind of like a, a very casual language. They're, uh, everything's dirty and gross. <laughs> and what's with the ghostbuster fucking, uh, ghostbuster brain ray that they shot at him too. It's so bad looking. So, right. So they have this, they call it, it's called, I swear to God, it's called a thinking machine. <laughs> That's what they call it. Uh, and, um, basically it allows Barry pepper. It uses like, I guess kind of like a, um, Tele- telepathic element and it allows Barry Pepper to learn their language and also learn their history. Why don't they take, why don't they use some, somehow use that to also learn English for these people so, or, or the language of humans? Yes. They call them man animals, but why don't they, <sighs> why don't they learn the man animal language kind of the same way? Cause it looks like they had taken other aliens 
and uh, taken their information or used oh, yeah. them. Yeah, because there was the like the that the, one sad creature, the sad creature who was supposed to be like a teacher or whatever. Yes. Although, why do you need a teacher when you got the brain ray? I don't. I didn't get. I don't that. understand what his element was, other than just having that. Yeah, just yeah. sort of a weird looking alien thing there. I kind of like that. Actually, my favorite part was that guy. That's your favorite part? Yeah, because he his story was he's like, oh, he was like, pretty I'm sad. Probably extinct, extinct now. When you're seeing this, I would like to see a movie about that guy. Or his his little yeah I don't I don't want anything really in this world I don't want to see anything ever again in this world I'll never see this movie again oh I, I mean well, I'll never no. watch it again no there's, but there's it's no just need. but it is the worst if anyone ever asked me rest, you know for the rest of my days I guess what's the worst movie I've ever seen I'm not going to say Johnny Mac anymore I'm going to say Battlefield Earth this is the worst movie I've ever it's seen it's a really bad one oh. there's nothing worse than this I mean, it, did, it did everything wrong it didn't do a single thing like out of the chipmunks the chipmunks uh, sometimes look pretty good I'm so angry at Jason Some, Lee for that film though. Jason Lee's terrible. He checked I'm out. So angry but sometimes David Cross, we said it on the show. I think he, he was, yeah. he was funny at times. Yeah. Like there was nothing remotely like fu- intentionally funny about this movie. No, no, I, I this just, is probably the worst. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's probably the worst before. So what, what was your worst movie you had ever seen before Alvin and chipmunks before we started doing this show? So there's this movie called the, the Bronx, the Bronx. Um, is it a major film? I think so. I saw it when I was a kid, and it is like a fucked up weird movie. I'm gonna look it up right now. There's probably, there's probably. Oh, uh, the happening is probably the, the happening. One. That okay, might that be is the fair. worst. That is, that is in that argument as well. This is worse. I'd have to see the happening. Is, I almost walked out of the happening. I've never walked out of a really, movie. That's a great example. I almost walked out of the happening. I saw that in the theaters. I did not walk out. I saw it in the theaters, and um, I was really angry, really angry with that movie. That that's a piece of shit. You that said is, it's called The Bronx. It's a movie. Yeah. It's not even coming up here. Yeah. I don't know. It might, might I'll just, find it for you. All right. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about this. Bronx. The happening is a really good example. That is like, that is, um, that is an absolutely terrible movie. The worst script, terrible premise, huge message hammer, bad acting, the oh, wrong characters, acting, the wrong people to play yeah. those parts. Marky Mark does not need to be in that. Neither one. They're goofy actors. Him and yeah, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Yeah. She's a goofy actress. Yes. She's not a serious actress. They're, they don't belong Very in that film. Very good looking. I don't find her attractive, but what? yeah, she's not my, no, not my type. Yeah, come on, she's, that's she's cute, but she's not my, you oh really? Yeah. I like more athletic, um, uh, ladies, athletic, yeah, athletic, build. What is it? Like, what is it? What? like, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. She's not my type. She's not, <laughs> you like your ladies to be like a line. She's just kind of a gut. <laughs> yes. She's more, she's like more sad, like uh millennial or sad goth kind of millennial. She's my age. She that old. She's 40. Oh, very good looking. I don't find her attractive, but it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. She's a goofy actress and Marky Mark's a goofy actor. He's done some here, but it has to be the right Marky stuff. Marky Mark as a science teacher is, that is, is not wonderful. believable. He looks so confused that entire movie. <laughs> yes. I'm confused. I was He's confused. just like baffled. He's like, oh, yeah. It's almost like Keanu Reeves would have been also like equally Dude, bad. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Oh, the air. <laughs> like the air. Like that movie is in the air. The bad guy in the happening. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is the trees. It's a pretty bad movie. Oh, uh, so bad. But but maybe that so, actually that falls. That's similar. Okay, that's more similar to me than Johnny Mnemonic is. Johnny Mnemonic is a terrible, horrible movie. It's so boring. It's like it's like watching paint dry. It's yeah. Just, but the happening is so bad. It's almost fun. And this movie is so bad. It's almost fun. Yeah. The happening's terrible. This it's, is it's bad. This is right on par with the happening. But this is worse. This is the because at least oh my god, you have to see the dead don't die. That is also in the running. Is that a major film? Though? Oh yeah, I mean, dude, look at the cast. Oh, that is. Oh no, I've heard about it. Look at the that cast like of the, 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 the Jim cast. Jar- Jim Jarmusch yes, did that. That cast. That's a major film. Is is it that bad? Amazing, and the it is. It's the happening. Bill Murray's bad. in it, right? Bill Murray mailing it in wow, as he's bad. Been doing, as he, he's been doing that for twenty years. Yes, but, but it's the worst I've ever he seen. He does that in Wes Anderson. Adam, movies. whatever driver. Um, Adam Driver, he's good. Yeah. 
this is you guys yeah, see the cast of that, big, of the is movie. that bad it is the dead don't die it's gotta be it's the happening bad oh my god yeah you gotta see it yeah uh seriously because just just to know like so anyway but these are like this, we're this talking, is this is, we're on, talking, this is down batman there. and robin is another that movie is absolutely i haven't seen that so long it'd be horrible. hard to it is so bad it's just nothing who re- directed batman and robin uh joel schumacher uh, there's nothing redeemable about that movie. Yeah. It's just absolutely atrocious. Um, this, mo- but it also falls like this to happen though. It's so bad. It's almost good. Right. It's so corny and stupid and awful. This and was- they think they're being funny, but they're not. It's, it's yeah. the happening though. I will say the happening has one thing going for it is that M. Night Shyamalan is actually, well, can be a great director. He can sometimes have really cool visuals and he that can. movie does have some good shots, but there's no bad guy. Like you can't, it's the, the, ba- it's the most ridiculous. It's- like the wind is the bad. It's, yeah. it's just insane. Yeah. Um, the happening is terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. And which is tough because Shyamalan can be really good. I mean, there's, he had a three, I was three movie run that I love the first rated R and my child. It's like, Oh, this is, this is going to be wise. You yeah. know, really, or I guess I think uh, six cents might have been radar too, but like, but it's the first one in a while. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this could be really good. And uh, it was just hugely dreadful. disappointing. Actually, is six cents radar. PG 13. I don't remember. I forget. There's no, yeah, maybe PG 13. It's actually four movies. It's a great movie, four movies. I love breakable into six cents into, Actually, it was signs. a sixth sense, and then it to signs, and then I and I know you don't like it as much, but I really like the village. It's okay, it's okay. I don't hate it as much as people. Some people hate that movie. I, I don't hate it. Uh, oh, some people say the last Airbender is one of the worst movies ever made up. I have it's not bad, seen that, but it's not. It's, it's not no, like this. It's not as bad as the I happening. Have you seen that? Well, I, Shyamalan. Like I, I, I you know, know, yeah, he I really it. wanted to. Lady in the Water also. It's a very muddled, ugly movie. But I was with them on that. I was okay with it. I was like, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's, I'm like, I'll, I'll ride, I'll ride, yes. it, I'll ride, it. and then I'm like, when it over, I was like, oh, was I it. thought it was but okay. Yeah, it, was it was okay. Like this. this Battlefield Earth is, is a special kind of terrible. It is is uh, uh, absolutely horrific. Big thanks to uh, R. A. Minahan who yeah. uh, nominated that movie, and then you guys voted. You guys, you guys voted. Wanted. It. You guys yeah. wanted this movie. I hope you're getting what you fucking want. Yeah, I hope you. <laughs> Fucking watch this, dude! You fucking watch this. <laughs> I didn't mind it that much. Oh, uh, in a way. Well, I've seen it before. It's probably why it's a novelty oh, to you. I saw it was, ten years ago. Oh, I'm like, I, I gotta see watch it. this again. If I had to watch it, I'd be really pissed off. That's where I was. Yeah, I made Barbara watch it with me. <laughs> she, <laughs> oh, she was excited. I'm like, oh, because I didn't tell her. I'm like, sci-fi film John Travolta of 2000. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, <laughs> just was she just impressed? She like, fucking hated it too, dude. But I got another confession to make. We watched because I've got HBO. I got HBO Max, right? Um, so I'm like, all right, it's the birds of prey. <laughs> what is it? The birds, birds of, of prey. prey. Uh, uh yes. the DC movie. Yeah. Yes. That is horrible. All those movies suck. Horrible. Yeah. No, it is in that. really bad. And, and you watch some bad movies. Man. Yeah. But I like, you know, I watch the superhero one. I, I like the big, butt cause I just, you whatever, like, like the spectacle. Like the blockbusters. Why? What's so good about blockbuster? I don't know. I just like the spectacle sometimes. The spectacle. But it's bad. It is so bad. And then we watch this right after. It's like fucking. This is a. Awful. This is. This is a bad. Uh, bad day. Bad day, Matt. All right. Anything else on this fucking movie? Um, Hope you like this, you assholes out there. Fucking voting this shit. Yeah, I'm angry at you. Uh, wow, I'm true. <laughs> Very angry. Fucking have to uh, watch. I have a milk Dudley brother report. That's gonna cheer you up. Yep, I just thought it would. Uh, <laughs> I, I I saved this for you for this episode because I wanted to get you all right up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm excited about the Milk Dudley Report. This okay. is May of 2000. Yep. Um, nearly 100 daily record highs were set during the week, primarily in the south and the east. The northeast experienced the earliest heat wave on record. It's interesting. Hmm. Uh, which is, uh, heat wave is defined as three consecutive days of 90 degrees or more. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, because May is, or, that's really early. Really, yeah. yeah. Uh, Providence, Island had that happen. Um, at the time, this is his joke. At the time, no one thought the weather was strange. 
even the folks who thought it was a good idea to make a movie starring John Travolta based on an L. Ron Hubbard book. Not the best joke. I appreciate you warning me, though, before the joke came. Yeah, I I don't I don't want anyone to be confused <laughs> between the weather and the joke because the weather is so important. That is true. Yeah, and the weather, I mean this is this is weather from the past. I mean this is this is <laughs> really critical stuff. Uh, so oh so uh, I'm sorry. So this movie is the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, it is the worst movie we've ever covered. I'm coming around. I think this is probably the worst. I'm giving it an F minus. F minus. F minus. Fuck minus. Fuck minus. F minus is not good. It's very bad. So you give this a thumbs down. We do, we do that on the Patreon show. I'm just, you know, I'm preemptive. Patreon show, uh, we do a uh, thumbs up, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, so oh, listen. By the if, way, Patreon. Right. We are back on um, we're, our next episode. We are going to be covering Frequency. That's right. Uh, and if you're not a Patreon person, we are going to be back on uh, Wednesday with uh, School of Rock. The reason we're doing School of Rock or that week is because we're going to be hitting Kill Bill. Um, oh. So we're going to hit Kill Bill next week and then kill bill volume two the week after yeah yeah so that was a, a little deal that chris and i made with ourselves yep. that if we hit kill bill we needed to do both movies because we really see it as one movie so we just decided we would do it one week and then you know the se- and then kill bill two the second week basically right. so we'll it was do created those as one movie harvey weinstein and sometimes harvey is right and i think he was probably right to split it up but that was not the director's intention no one was, um, was going to sit in harvey, the theater of course, for five. A terrible man terrible man piece of shit great movie producer yeah you can be both no one was going to sit in the theater for five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like four hours, but yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, I thought they were both no, two hours quite plus. that long. No? But you're right. No one's going to sit there for four hours. And it no would have been really hard to sell that. And just everything. Yeah. So uh, they did split it into two. Um, but the director's intention was to do it. And we're going to, when we do our, our top five, whatever, it will be considered as one movie. Yeah, It yeah. was the director's yeah, yeah. intention. Um, so we will be back with School of Rock and Kill Bill Volume 1 next week. And then the week after, we'll be with Kill Bill Volume 2. So a lot of stuff going on in the next couple weeks. Bill, yeah. uh, we're not going to be taking any breaks during uh the holidays holidays, no we'll Um, we'll be right on schedule but i have some other content um i think we should talk about i didn't know about that thing is there another thing that i don't know about well we have uh we have a sponsor oh yes cookies for breakfast that's right so this is a great example a great idea if you're looking for some content during the holiday i know um a lot of podcasts take a couple weeks off a lot of tv shows take time off like sometimes it can be tough to find good content so if you're looking for something new check out cookies for breakfast uh they call it a pursuit of pleasure podcast it covers everything from pop culture, uh, which means like movies or music, just like us, uh, current events, sex. Uh, it is hosted by Spark Tabor. Um, here are a couple of the episodes that are up there right now. Uh, one thing I like is let me pitch you a movie. And he kind of walks through the, like basically he has a guest on. He kind of talks about pitching them this idea for this movie. And they start building the screenplay on the spot. It's kind of a fun <laughs> yes, uh, way to kind of uh, look at movie making and kind of look at, idea generation. I, I like that kind of stuff. I bet that would, his ideas are way better than fucking battlefield earth. It can't have any worse. I'm sure I'm guessing yeah. spark is, is much better. Uh, uh, and then, um, holiday songs with Cynthia and Liz. That's their newest episode. Um, so let's talk about all Christmas music, which, um, that's, uh, you know, Matt and I love talking about songs and music. We're gonna talk about a song in a second. You know, anytime, uh, we can get good movies or music, um, content, uh, I'm all on board. I listened to that episode. Actually, that was a fun one. Um, so check out, cookies for breakfast you can find them on spotify apple anchor really anywhere you get um podcasts it's hosted by spark tabor and once again it's cookies for breakfast check them out check them out She living the life just like a movie star. Oh.
I think she's really poor, but she's living the life of a movie star. So how is she like West Side Story? Yeah, um, I don't get that. West either. Side Story took place in Upper West Side, <laughs> which is close to Spanish Harlem, but it's not Spanish Harlem. It's not. She was not a movie star. She was very poor. Maria was poor in the. She was in the movie. Yeah, no one yeah, in the yeah. movie is a. It's a. It's very. It's it's a very gritty movie for its time. And that's the issue that I have with a lot of Santana music is you know him it's and the makes people. No sense. It, well, a lot of it makes no sense. It's usually pretty mediocre bullshit stuff. Um, but sells a lot of albums. Sells sells a lot of copies. Um, actually, if all of his songs, this is my most disappointed. Uh, this is a piece of shit song. It is not good. No, it's not good. It's very disappointing to me because why club John is involved and I like him a lot. Mm, he's not. So he produced it. Right. And he's in it actually the pro- quickly, but he, yeah, I mean, he's in the video, but, but he, he's there. He's there, but it's really this sincere Gubano and money, ha- money harm. These are the guys. What is names. the name? They, uh, they, they go by uh, product G and B. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gubano. And I don't know what the B is because oh. it's money harm. So that I don't get Who knows? these people, but, but they're part of the Fugees, I guess. Well, all right, but are, that's what I know. But the Fugees are Warren Hill, um, uh, White Club John, and somebody. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. So Fugees have one of my favorite albums of the '90s. Yeah, uh, the score is fantastic. It might, it's in the top ten albums for me in the '90s. I love that album. I listened to it again actually last night. Yeah, because I was bummed out having to listen to Maria Maria, <laughs> right. and I was bummed out having to watch Battlefield Earth. So I'm like, I'm gonna listen to something good, and it holds up for me. It's still really good. So like, if he he knows what a good, and I like I like his stuff. Um, White Coach John. I like yeah. some, of his, yeah. some of his solo stuff. I appreciate I like too. it. Yeah. I like Lauryn Hill's solo stuff too. Definitely. I think they're really talented. So, yeah, and then to have him do this or have him even involved with it all. Is, I just think, I, I think it was, the song isn't produced bad. It's not that, no. but it's just, so Wycliffe, I, don't, I think he did his job. I just think everything else was shitty. Okay. The so lyrics just, are bad. Nothing to work with. Yeah, I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds good. Like if you listen to it, the production is good. Yeah. But everything else is bad. You've got, You've got, yeah, you've got Santana noodling over everything like he does. He just like ejaculates all over the fucking, and it's not even, it's not fun. Is that it's hard? Just, okay, but, but, but that hard? So when they, when they, when they do, I want to ask you this question. So when they're doing the song and then they go, they get very meta and they're like, and then a guitar by solo by <laughs> Carlos Santana. And then he plays. Is that what he's doing? Is that hard? What he's doing is not hard. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't sound really hard. He's, he's extremely mediocre. He's a mediocre guitar player in general, and he's not very creative with how, how he uses it. Um, let me give you another example. Uh, Johnny Greenwood, the guitar player for Radiohead. He's a mediocre guitar player. He doesn't have huge facility, insanely creative on his instrument. Very interesting on his instrument. You can be mediocre. Like, you know, your technical ability on an instrument can be very mediocre. If you're insanely creative, it doesn't fucking matter. And Santana's neither. He's not technically proficient, and he's not very creative. But that solo is not difficult to play. No. uh, he plays. Because they make a big deal of it. They They, say his name. Huge deal of it. I don't know if I've ever heard a guitar solo made such a big deal about in a song before. Because they go out of their way to call it out twice. Here here it is. No, this is shit. This is not hard to do, right? No. Okay, I didn't think it was hard, but I'm like, I'm gonna ask Matt. Maybe there's something I'm missing here. That's bullshit. Is that easy? What, what you're doing? That's that, that's it's easy. easy as fucking, and it's stupid. It doesn't sound good. Does it sound good? I'm like, over and over. Hard. I'm like, I mean, I'm maybe it is hard. I'm, I'm missing something, but it just sounded very elementary. It's, it sounds, but that's what he does. Here's another shit guitar solo by him from Why Don't You and I. That's bullshit. That's like fake fast. That's-
it, it's bullshit. That does sound more complicated than the first it's, one, though. It's not though. It's really not. Oh yeah. It's 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 very simple. It's this pentatonic scale. It's um, uh, you know, I'd have to show you, but the pattern is very simple on the guitar. And it's he not. Seem like he's like. I dip, watched dip, the video. Dip, 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 he doesn't dip, seem like he's even really struck. It doesn't seem like it's even that hard. Like it's not even hard. He kind of admits like, eh, this is kind of. Yeah, he. It's like he's mailing it in, and it's really disappointing to me. Here's the story of Santana. Santana in the late sixties, early seventies was really good. Like he was, um, I don't think that his facility was maybe not better when he was, you know, in his twenties and early thirties, but he was more creative. And so, cause if you listen to a Braxis, him taking solos on, on a Braxis, that album, they're good. Like they're, he's got really good feel. Um, so even if he's not super fast, like the notes that he's choosing is nice. And the, and, and the timing in which he's playing them is nice. Like you listen to, to Abraxas, you're like, this is a good guitar player. But then it's, he's, well, he's old now though. Or even back then he was kind of old. That was 2000. Ago. I mean, he was only, he was maybe 50. Dude, like they, he, they're going to go create when he dies. Get ready. They're going to go. Oh, I was saying the exact like, same thing to hide for a week or they're something. They're like guitar idol Santana. He is one of the worst guitar players and he will be revered. Like revered. Oh, they're going to be crazy He'll when be he dies. Fucking revered people. I was looking at today. People put him on, uh, you know, on their top hundred lists of, of best guitar players ever. They'll put him at like number twenty, and I'm like, there. I can name fifty guitar players that would smoke him. Like he's, he's not even the best Carlos Santana. There's a uh, first baseman for the Indians named Carlos Santana. <laughs> yes, he's a pretty, he, gets, he gets on base. Good. He gets some home runs. He's got a nice little player. Like I like him more than this Carlos Santana. So Santana, and he. That's the, the shitty thing is they crushed it with this album. So the, so Maria Maria is the second single, right? So Smooth mm. was the first. We one. talked about Smooth on our first show. That was our first show. That thing went fucking gangbusters and was number one on the Hot yes. 100 for 12 weeks. Right, right. And Maria, Maria, it, oh, get, oh, back to back. Maria, Maria goes out 10 weeks, number one on the Hot 100. So you've got Santana for 22 fucking weeks in a row. Yeah. Number well, one. Well, we started, you know, our first episode, we do like Y2K. Yep. And now we're in May of, so yeah. So I guess like four months later, more or less four and a half months later. It's just. And it's still Santana. All Santana. And this album, you know. Well, cool, a big we, reason this week was nominated was because. They know that we hate Santana. Yes, that's so right. they want us to they listen to Battlefield Earth and Santana. <laughs> Hopefully we're putting Santana to bed on this one, though. I don't know that we ever need to fucking talk to this mother talk about this motherfucker again. Because I mean, unless someone does a fifty dollar Patreon and really wants Santana. <sighs> yeah, I mean, but there's really not a lot. It's it's this album and you know, uh what is it, Supernatural. This album and we talked about this album, su- right? yep, Supernatural. Yeah. This album was huge. It was thirty million copies. It's one of the greatest selling albums ever, but it's a piece of shit. But, you know, we met will he'll most of his good stuff is before our podcast oh, right, will take right, place, right? right, right? right so we won't right. we won't get to a Braxis. That's no, this early was like 70s. the resurgence. I remember when this, this happened. This is the resurgence, like, right? Yeah. And so what happened with Santana is this: so he like he was doing his Latin infused rock and roll, um, you know, Woodstock into the mid seventies. But then he decided he wanted to do like he branched out a little bit more. Started not selling records. Early nineties, use loses his record deal because they're like you're not you're not selling shit anymore. Couldn't find a deal. Does a documentary with the um, about the the founder of Arista, which is Clive Davis, mm-hmm. and goes to Clive and says, "Hey, listen, you know what? Coltrane changed his style. Miles Davis changed his style. They went more poppy. You know, they changed with the times. I can change with the times. I can go more poppy too." Clive's like, "All right, but I think you should get a bunch of you know contemporary musicians to do this shit with you." And he's like, "Okay, I'll do it." And that's well, it's a good that, idea. It's I mean, made a ton of money. Made a ton of money, but it also is shit. Like this fucking album blows. It's a piece of shit. The it's song's awful. a piece of good. shit. Yeah, it's not good. He's awful. He's not a good guitar player. Yeah, you don't like him. I don't, and I, I mean, I don't, and I'm I'm more I'm more diff. So some of the guitar players that people revere, I'm I'm more tough on. So like Clapton, I think he's mediocre. 
But oh, come on. He's, he okay? Yeah, he's not a he doesn't have a lot of facility. He's he's okay. He's not bad. He's not a bad guitar player. He's he's but he's a lot better than Santana is. He's got a lot more facility than Santana is. A lot more a lot better feel than Santana does. But so I'm I'm definitely more difficult or like Jimi Hendrix. I think Jimi Hendrix very innovative but doesn't have a lot of facility. So you get a lot of points for creativity and people weren't doing what he was doing at that time. You get a lot of points for that. But from a facility like good on your instrument standpoint, he's not one of the best guitar players ever lived. He's certainly very creative, um, but he's better than fucking Santana. Santana, he's like he can barely play. When he plays these solos, it's like he's it's it's fake fast. When you do it's that's not like listen to listen to Van Halen do fucking sweep sometimes or fucking tap, and you'll be like, okay, that's someone who can play fast or play technical. You listen to Steve Vai sometime. And you're like, oh, that's Who? a guy, Steve Vai. Who's that? The best guitar player who's ever lived. He's still alive. He played with Zappa for years, oh. but he's done a bunch of his. He does like you wouldn't necessarily listen to him because he's not on radio. Like he'll he does like more heavy music, heavy um, music. Yeah, heavier music, like heavy metal. Yeah, but it's not quite metal. It's not quite. I would say hard rock, like harder, somewhere between hard rock and, and heavy. Right. Metal. Steve Vai is the best guitar player alive. Right. Guitar player alive. He's super facility, like super technically awesome on it. No one's faster. No one's better on the guitar but he also has tremendous feel like he is. He can, he makes his guitar sing. It's crazy. He's phenomenal. Um, and he like, he's just like, you listen to him versus you listen to Santana. He's Santana's a fucking poser compared to him. They're like the distance between Santana and Steve. I is, is so great. It's like Santana shouldn't even be playing that, that fucking instrument. What's worse. The song, or the movie, the movie's worse. Yes, much worse. Yeah. I mean, much at least worse. the song makes sense. Yes. <laughs> right. right. Like, like, you can say good things about the song. It's produced okay. Like, it sounds okay. Um, if Battle of the Earth was a song, like one of those Yoko Ono ones off Double Fantasy, <laughs> just, screams. just like her, just like, yeah, just like nonsense. So, <sighs> there are a lot of bad solos out there, though. <laughs> um, so, I played a second one, but okay. I, I, wanted, I wanted to, I thought it might be kind of fun to put this in context of okay. other bad solos. Because the, the, the solo is so called out, it's, this movie. So, and I'm sorry, I, I sorry, I'm sorry. And it's not just the solo, like they, he's, he's noodling over the entire song. And he does that all over the place. It's like, I'm Santana, so I need to play some notes all over. The, it's not like he's playing rhythm guitar while the singer's singing. No, he's playing noodle notes while the singer's singing. It's so fucking distracting. It's like, keep your ego in check, bitch, and play well, a solo he when Santana. it's all. He is, he's supernatural. If you were supernatural, maybe he's not even natural. Uh, you make a good point. He's supernatural. So, but there are some other, I was like, I said, are, is this the worst? I was like, is this the worst guitar solo on Marine that I've ever heard? All right. I like this game. So there, the other one was, so the, why don't you and I solo? That's a bad one too. Maybe Maria Maria is worst. That's probably worse. All right. But are there other bad ones? So what about this one? It's Tom Morello. Audio slave? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I never, really, I never really like sat like really. Well. I'm not a huge audio slave. Fan. They're okay. That song, okay. that song's a lot better than this song. Oh yeah. Um, but I never. Yeah, that's not. That's not Tom Morell. Yeah. He's another one I was guessing. Tom Morell is pretty yeah. creative, but um, that like he when you go right up the scale and do nothing but effects on the guitar. It's like this is not a solo. This is not like a professional. He's solo. much better when he does his Rage Against Machine stuff. Yes, but he's like still this. way overrated as a guitar player. He's not a good guitar player. As he plays rhythm guitar, it's not bad, but he's not like a solo. He's he doesn't have a lot of facility with that. That's that not a good solo. No. Super overrated. What about this one though? I was kind of waiting for this one. 
Again, just write down the scale. Yeah. It's a good song, though. No. It's okay. It's okay. Me, good is too strong. It's a, it's a decent, I'll say it's a decent song. It's all right. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, it's okay. Like, this song sucks. Like, the Santana song sucks. Yeah, oh, it sucks. So that's Frusciante, which I really yes. like Frusciante a lot. He's well, we done a Frusciante lot of great stuff. Show. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's another one. He, his name, he's popping up. See, I like this. It's not I, know it's, I know it's not complicated. This is but. not a... This isn't good. This feels bad, too. A little Oasis coming at us? Yeah, it's a little uh, Noel Gallagher playing some shitty fucking solos. We've covered some... I think like this is like a callback show. It is a callback show. To a lot of our other shows. The big problem that I have with this uh, song is that Santana went back in time and ripped this off of me. That's you playing the guitar, not singing, right? Yeah, that's, that's me playing guitar here. Great. The doo doo doo. It's the same thing. And that was your band. Solid Eight. Solid Eight. Yeah, so thanks for stealing that from me, Santana. You wow. fucking bitch. Wow. I'm going to punch you if I ever see you, Santana. People like hearing more of your rap uh, tunes. Yeah, I think so. I should figure out a way to release those sometime because they're, they're, that was a, that's a lot. Obviously, that was a live version. Um, we played that at UNH and um, caught a couple. We, we have a couple live shows uh, recorded, but that, that one's a good version of Spider Woman is the name of that song. Oh, okay. it's, it's basically the same. Hmm. That he stole from us. So fuck that guy. That was a list. Probably, probably wasn't Dude, quite as supernatural as Santana. Well, that's a, yeah, you're right. I, you make another good point. Thank there. you. Yeah. Um, Chalk full of them today. Not a friend of the show, of the show Santa. No, 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 enemy of the show. I think if I ever enemy like, of the show, Big, the I, biggest enemy of the show. One of them. He's one of them. One of the biggest enemies of the yeah. show. I, he's the kind of guy that if I met him, I might kick him in the shin. No, you wouldn't. Uh, I would so no. I, I, I wouldn't do physical I met violence. A celebrity, I, I, I kind of yelled at. I, I called him an asshole. Who was it? A Doctor Drew. Was he an asshole? No, I think he's an asshole. I think he's a bad person. So I went to a UCB show and yeah. we were even. Uh, I saw him. and I'm like, you're an asshole. Just kept walking. I don't know much about Dr. Drew. He uh, he preys on like people who have like major oh. and, like, and he uses them like for profit. Like I think he's a real scumbag. So he's the just, only celebrity I ever like I've ever like yelled at or like really heckled or like gave him the business because I saw him. Did you just like walk up to him and say, Hey Dr. Drew, yeah, I just well, want to tell you. you fucking I, asshole? I, I said you're an asshole. And I just kept walking. <laughs> awesome. I wasn't right in the eye. I said, You're an asshole. I wonder if he's still thinks about it. Later on, like I think like, one of his kids might have been a UCB, but like it, uh-huh. but, but Oh, whatever. Fuck him, man. Yeah, guy's still him. an asshole. Still it doesn't asshole. change it. Um, you know, but in New York, you will see celebrities, uh, not all the time, but quite a bit, like walking around, whatever. Um, and most of them are like, it's just cool. You don't have any. But for some reason, that guy really just, he's, yeah. I don't like, um, I also hate mediums. Oh, yeah. Of course. So I think just think they prey on people, grief, of course. which is like really evil. Yeah. So I just think people who like prey on people who are like that. So that that's really in desperate situations. Yeah, yeah. Like, so Dr. Drew, like, he, his, a lot of his thing was like drug, but like he, but he was exploiting people for, you know, his own profit. I think he's a scumbag, so. Yeah, uh, he pre- he might still remember but that. I didn't kick him. I didn't kick him. I don't want to. No, I wouldn't. Oh, I, wouldn't. No, I, lied. I also um ah fuck, what's his name? Uh, Stand up comedian. I also got into a fight. Oh, I, oh, I got. I yelled at Aziz. I'm sorry too. Sounds like you uh, yell at more celebrities yeah. than you. The let Aziz on. story is good. I uh, thought Aziz was uh, actually. I thought he's a pretty nice guy. Is that not the case? No, I know we so, had that. Yeah, so I saw Aziz a few times at Comedy Cellar. Yeah, and he was actually pretty funny. Um, but then I went to the LCD Sound System show. The show um when they made their comeback in 2016. Um, it was like the first time they had been, they had a very famous goodbye show at Madison square garden. It's a very famous thing. Okay. They had like huge, huge thing among like the indie music people. 
So LCD Sound System's coming back. Uh, I like the music a lot. My buddy somehow got tickets. Yeah. Um, it was a secret show. We get in. And then, like, I saw the list, and it's like all, like, A-list people, like, uh, who were also going to be there. I just, you know, my buddy yeah, just yeah, yeah. happened to, to, get, to get tickets. So, because um, you had to sign your name when you get in. You look, and I looked at the list. I was like, holy shit. Um, so you get in there, and most of the celebrities, so uh, it was at a uh, Webster Hall in New York. So Webster Hall was like kind of a, um, it's not like, it's not like risers. It's like a flat floor. And then up top, you have like two like balconies. Oh. Um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not ideal. But it, it's okay. It is yeah. what it is. It's, it's a small, relatively intimate, like only probably a couple of thousand at most. Um, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not like Madison Square Garden. So most of the, like the regulars people, <laughs> the average people were down below and we got there super early because we knew it was gonna be crowded and we know there's no, there's no seats. You just, it's just like you stand there. Yeah. So like we got there super early, we went and got a bunch of drinks and then we just kind of camped out there. There was no opening band. Like it was like totally secret show. So no yep. one really, you know, but you know, so we got as close as we could to the front. Um, I have some pictures. I'll post them. Uh, it's pretty cool. I'm, I, cool. I, I like their stuff a lot. So I was up close, uh, but all the celebrities were in the balcony. You kind of just stay away from their, the regulars, you know, that, that's fine. Aziz Ansari was like a big part of that documentary. So I think he wanted to be seen um, at, at the return show as well. Yeah. So he comes in. He's like tiny. He's like five foot five. Yeah, I know he's a little guy. Walks in. He's got two beautifully, beautiful blonde girls, you know, tall, like, you know, they're like a foot taller than him. He starts, he comes in right when the show begins. And he starts trying to cut the line. Oh yeah. Dick. Yeah. Like people, like we had been staying there for like four hours. Like we were even like trying to be careful, like not go to the bathroom. Like we, you know, we, we hadn't moved and like we're standing for like three hours. Like, you know, we earned that spot and everyone did. So people, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is these? Everyone's, we're kind of like yelling at him. Yeah. And uh, he kind of pushed in. So I gave him a quick little shoulder, right, right, uh, elbow, right in the, right in like the ribs. Like give him a little you pop. You gave him a little pop? A little pop, yeah. You popped Aziz? I did, yeah. Oh. He's like, hey, hey, man, you know. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, get out. Get the fuck out. Like, this, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you don't, this isn't right. Right. Uh, and he left. And he went back up with the other celebrities. There you go. Yeah. Send him back to his people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, his celebs. Like he can do whatever he wants. Like, you know, I know that, that's really shitty. That was, that's using your power. Like, if he wasn't famous, if it had been 10 years earlier, he would never have tried that move. No. Yeah, that's shit. That's bullshit. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. No, I wouldn't kick, I wouldn't, I wouldn't resort to violence, but I would, I'd tell him what I thought. I'd be like, do you know that, like, you, you're the worst guitar player that's made $50 million. Like, you're terrible. You tell him that? I would tell him that. I'm like, I would say. What do you think he say back to I'd you? I'm like, have you ever watched Steve Vai play? If you watch Steve Vai play, you probably you shouldn't do it because you'll put down your guitar and you'll never touch it again. Yeah. That's right, Santana. All right. Personal story? Where were you? Yeah. So uh, I was going to go long in depth and I'm not because the show is already kind of long. So I'll just tell a quick story. Who cares? Well, I was going to go because it's long. Uh, we can say it for another time. Um, uh, so I'm working for the Nashua Pride, which is a minor league baseball team. Yes. Um, it's May of 2000. Similar to your circumstance where I was working just insane amount of hours. Um, uh, I would think a little bit happier than I was doing, I guess. Because, uh, yeah, I was basically, you know, going to class in the morning and then I would work these games and the games wouldn't get over until, I don't know, what, you know, figure 10, 11 at night. And then you yeah. drive, drive home from Nashua to Concord and I'm, I'm back in bed by, you know, midnight or one and you start up over again. Um, it was, and you know, weekends are just devoted to being there as well. It was just sure. madness. Like it was like, yeah, I was working basically like 80, 90 hour weeks and going to school. It was just insane. It was only for a month. Cause then, you know, then school's over or two months. Oh, right. And then, you're and then the-, the summer is then you're just working 110, 120 hour weeks. <laughs> and you just like, but you just, you but you're like just living at the ballpark. It's sure. not like you're like doing like working at a coal mine. Like you, you can know, focus on one thing and you're, but yeah, yeah, you can kind of like hang out. You hang out yeah. with buddy. It's all interns. You're all having fun. But you know, 
and it's part of part of your work in theory is like watching a baseball game but like but you are basically there on call right you know, there not even on call you're there all the time um so i'll explain the national pride or independent minor league baseball team i'll do that another time another show i thought i'd tell a quick story about kind of what i was doing and uh, something that happened i think it might have been even right around this week so um i when i so the 1999 um, I, and this is the end of the last year period was because I started working for the pride and it gave me a track gave a little me a bit of a purpose. Yeah. And I went and my buddy and I, we both applied just to be game day staff, which means basically like ticket taker. Like I didn't care what I did. I'm like, I just want to work for this team. Yeah. The national pride were brand new. They were created in 1998. And next time we talk about the pride, I'll tell kind of more of their story. Um, so they had only been around for a year and they were working for, like I said, in year two for them, they were working for ticket takers, things like that. My friend, Brian and I, who I've talked about before, um, we had uh, both gone to a game as fans in 98 and we both really loved it. I'm like, oh, any way we can get in working with them, we got to take advantage of it. And sure enough, we did. We went and applied and we got the jobs, which is great. He was going to be like an usher uh, and I was going to be in the ticket department. Cool. Um, that went really well. We both had a really great time. As the year went on, we got more and more responsibilities because we were, we might as well have been interns. We both were, um, by that point I had applied to go to college. Brian had just started college. So, yeah. um, it was almost like they had two extra interns that they didn't have to pay or have, you know, you know, any more than they would in theory have to, they paid us an hourly wage at the pride games. But, um, you know, we said, we just do, you know, we just want to get sure. involved. So we, you know, we drop anything to work, do whatever we could for them. It wasn't like I had a, other, a lot of other stuff going on anyway. So that's why I say the lost years kind of end in April of 99. Cause I started working for the pride. Um, so by 2000, I'm in school and we applied, Brian and I both applied to be interns. Um, and we both get accepted. Yeah. Um, and our internships, most of them w- ran from people would get out of school, say in middle of May and they would, they came from all over the country to come be interns oh, really? for the pride. Yeah. Cause minor league baseball is so competitive. So any chance you have, and I'll explain like the, you know, the pride were an independent team, but what happens, you got a lot of guys that used to play in the majors, like Ricky Henderson, Tim Raines played in this league, but we had guys on our team, like a lot of former Red Sox, like Sam Horn. Yeah. Uh, Ken Ryan, Butch Hobson was our manager. <laughs> Um, uh, which was great because he used to manage the Red Sox. Yeah, he was managing. So it was like it was crazy that this guy's managing in Nashville. Like I got to go have drinks. So what does he make? He's what does he make like forty grand or something? To a do big that? reason he became manager of the Pride were two reasons. One was the Pride offered health benefits. Oh, now if you remember what happened with Hobbs, Butch Hobson was manager of the Red Sox in uh, 1992, 93, 94. Remember 94 was a strike. Yep. So then because of the strike, he missed out on getting um because what happens is when you're in the union it counts your service time as a player and a manager. It combines them. Yeah. And you get extra benefits if you hit the 10-year plateau. He missed about like a month. Fuck. If the strike never happens, he ends up getting those 10 years. But because <sighs> of the strike, he didn't. So he ended up getting fired with the Red Sox, but the Phillies hired him to be their AAA yeah. manager. So his idea was like, Does that still count? No. Okay, so but you have major His leagues. mentality is like, maybe I can go up and be a first base or third base sure. coach. Even if the Phillies fire their manager... I'm up just for September. That sure. will give me enough days to get this. Yeah. I'll have health benefits the rest of my life. Well, as he's managing the AAA team in Philadelphia, he accepts a package from UPS that is filled with cocaine. He is, has ma- he has a major drug problem and the Phillies fire him on the spot. Oh man. And, um, I mean, think about how crazy it is to get a package into your hotel room. Like how desperate, like really desperate. And he's in a really bad spot. And he, uh, actually turned his life around and he came work for the pride. I cannot tell you how many good things he did around the area, the Nashville area. He would go speak at schools. He would speak anywhere and talk about very honestly his, and his issues and you know, some of the recovery steps he made and everything. It was actually a really cool story and he couldn't have been cooler about it. Yeah. Um, he was a, such a great guy to work with the, the manager of the pride had in 1999 was a guy named Bobby Tolan. 
he played for the Reds in the late 70s, yeah. early 70s, excuse me. Uh, he had a, he's played in the 70s rep. He's most famous for the early 70s Reds. He played in the 72 World Series. Um, and uh, he was, couldn't have been more checked out. Like, did not oh, give he didn't a give a shit. Well, yeah, I mean, you're an, <laughs> if you're him. a player from me, I can imagine like the type of situation. Well, 99, it was Mike Easler who uh, was, I'm sorry, 98 was Mike Easler who was the former Red Sox player. He's a Red Sox hitting coach from move on. Yeah. And he was all in and he did such a great job. The Cardinals hired him to be their hitting coach. Uh, so he then left the pride. So then they got Bobby Tolan. That was a disaster. And then they let him go. We left. It was mutual. I don't know. It, yeah. it wasn't a good marriage for anybody. And then they brought in Butch and Butch actually was the manager for years after that. He never got a job in the majors again. Uh, His son ended up playing the minors. He played in in Manchester. Oh, really? Um, Casey. I remember when Casey was a little boy, and I went to a Fisher Cats game, and he's playing there. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but uh, he never made it to the majors either. He came close. Yeah. Um, but Butch played football, college football for uh, um, for Alabama. Yeah. For Bear Bryant. So he was he like we had someone found a football. He's throwing the football around to the interns. Like I got to catch. He's talking about Bear Bryant throwing a football around. Yeah. For a young guy in college, I was twenty years yeah, old. Like, it couldn't have been a cooler awesome. thing. From the guy that I used to watch manage the Red Sox. Right. Right. And he knows my name and he yeah. says like, how are you doing? He knows I love baseball. He's told me stories. Yeah. I, I'm like, who's your favorite teammate you ever had? And, um, or player you ever managed? He said, teammate was Rick Burleson. Uh, and the player I ever managed, uh, was Roger Clemens. If you only count the majors, but I managed, um, uh, Todd Pratt in the minors and Todd Pratt was the favorite player he ever managed period. Really? And Todd Pratt in 2000 ended up hitting a big home run in the playoffs for the Mets. Um, and he was like really excited about that. I remember, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience w- with those guys. So uh, my responsibilities were the, um, tickets, but then what happened was they needed someone to play music and sound effects during the games. And they asked if I wanted to try it. I said, sure. Yeah. Um, and I have kind of, I like music a lot. So I got to, and I got total freedoms. I got to pick whatever music they played in inning breaks. I got to play whatever sound effects I wanted to. I got total, total carte blanche. Um, but after the first year, I didn't really want to do it as much in 2000. I wanted to do more hands-on stuff, but no one, they were kind of training someone to do it, but they wanted me to do it. And I was like, I'd rather just learn other things. I feel like I'm kind of just stuck in this press box with just the, the radio guys and the PA guy. I want to do more. I want to do more things. Um, but fine. So I'm doing it. So I I was doing it. So I was getting kind of, (laughs) uh, I would kind of push the envelope a little bit. Remember, I'm 20 years old. You were playing sexy motherfucker? No, I wasn't doing that. But I was just kind of being, I was, no, I don't do that. I was more being like trying to be fun, like just f- having fun, being a dick. Yeah. So like one time the outfielder for the other team, center fielder ran for a ball and he kind of crashed in the wall and fell. And I thought it was funny. So I started playing help by the Beatles, but then he didn't get up. And my GM like ran across the <laughs> I felt bad about that. I just thought it was funny how he fell. He felt kind of awkward. But I guess he felt because he was really hurt. Uh, so that I felt bad about. So this one I don't feel bad about. So um, minor league baseball works. You have three umpires. You don't have four. There's no umpire at second base. Yeah. You have two guys, one guy in each line, first yep. and third. You have one guy behind home plate. In the playoffs in baseball, you have six. Yeah. Um, but obviously minor league, you don't have the same amount of budget for that. So you only have the three. And what happens if someone gets on first base, then the first base umpire moves to kind of almost like a, a shortstop position between first and second instead of second and third. And he kind of that way he kind covers of, both bases. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's three umpires. So the umpires are having a horrible game. It was like awful. And most of the time, actually, the umpires weren't that bad. Like you think, oh, minor leagues, they most of the time, they all go to the same school, like the Harry Wendelstadt School for Umpiring. So they all have kind of the same background. Yeah. They all do a pretty good job. Um, but this particular crew was just having a bad day. And they were kind of being shitty about it. Like they were like, I could, you could hear them chirping at the players and you mm. could see they were just kind of, kind of speeding dicks. So I didn't like it. So uh, they missed a call at first base. Huge. Missed it by a mile. A guy was, they called him safe. 
he was out by a mile, wasn't even close, and it, hurt. it was against us, against the yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started playing three blind mice. Umpire, oh boy, he rips off his face mask. He was pissed. Yeah. So he's playing. So he, he looks. He looks at up at the press box. He points. He points at me, and he gives me the out. He threw me out of the game. You got thrown he threw out. me out of the game. No, I got thrown out of my baseball game. No, I never once had to bat. What? So I'm like, oh fuck you. So I. I bump the volume up and I leave. <laughs> so I was blaring three blind mice. <laughs> I can't believe he threw you out. Threw me out. Didn't You're apologize like, for anything. What? Nothing. Threw me. I got. I got. I got yanked. Can, it's like, can you even do that? So, the, <laughs> so my GM was. He was very much on like um, promotion, and that was he. So he. he that was great. <laughs> yes. So he runs out there. And he just it was antagonizing the Empire the rest of the game. Like the rest of like he was just constantly playing. Like any, the audience must have went wild. Oh, they were going crazy. Yes. <laughs> they were. They were. They were like. I, you know, and I, I was there at the theatrical, I, you know, I, I'm like, what? I'm thrown out. He's like, you're gone. And I, uh, I just, I remember we had the fresh box and throwing my arms in there. You know, I, I knew the team for a couple of years by then. So I kind of, people knew you me. You felt I mean, comfortable enough to yeah, make so a little like, bit of a it spectacle. Kinda, it was kind of fun. Jesus uh, Christ. But that was the time I got, and it was, very, it was, remember it being early in that, that second year of the team is when I got, when I got the heave ho. That's But I've funny. been thrown out of my league baseball game. Well done. That's pretty good, right? That's very good. All right. So what was happening this week? Uh, Vladimir Putin was inaugurated president of Russia on May 7th. He was already a prime minister, I believe. Cause I looked this up too. Cause it, he was a prime so minister already in charge, I guess, but then he, he, yeah, I don't, I can't, I learned at one, one point what the prime minister and what the president does. Big, There's a difference. We've talked about, I think even our first show, we're big Yeltsin people. A huge Yeltsin. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Big drunk. Yes. Makes us laugh. He's funny. He's super Dances. funny. Like I, Putin, I, yeah, not very no, funny. I'm, I'm a, not a lot of humor. Boris Yeltsin friend of the show. Putin. <laughs> not, a friend nah, of not really. That's no, no. Uh, number one. Number two, um, Millennium Force, which is oh, a roller coaster. Do you know this one? No. I okay, thank God. That was some uh, fucking space. I'm gonna fi- if you're going to keep complaining, I'm going to do space. From now on, everyone is going to have some space uh, associated with but not this one. Millennium Force is a roller coaster. It opened at uh, Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio. It was... It sounds the, like your kind of town. Fuck off. <laughs> it was the world's, at the time, world's tallest and fastest roller coaster. 308 feet tall. 93 miles per hour was the top speed until the steel dragon. The steel dragon was open in 2000, which eclipsed at 318 feet topped out at 95 miles per hour. It was also the, it is still, that's still the longest 8,100 feet. Was that in Dahmer, Texas? What town was that? Um, Gacy, Missouri. Where was that? that? So what's that one called? The new one? Uh, the steel dragon. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the tallest or the fastest anymore. Mm. That is the Formula Rosa, um, which broke the speed record 149 miles per hour. Oh, okay. 4.8 seconds Good. from zero to 149 miles per hour. Can you imagine the fucking G-force on that pitch? Oh, unbelievable. 149. You like roller coasters? No. I don't mind them. They're fun. I actually watched. I, go on I haven't been on them one in a while. I used to like them when I was younger. Yeah, they don't do anything for me. But I, I watched it today. I definitely like I, I watched it. Yeah. On YouTube. I was like, Oh, I want to check out and see what this thing Do does. You, the formula roast is the one you watch. No, actually I watched the millennium force. Cause it's cool. It shoots you. So you, you're a complete stop mm-hmm. and they announce, you know, please lean back. Keep your arms in the, in, in the, whatever Upright the car, whatever. whatever yeah. Something like that. Um, across and, or, and across the, maybe? Yeah, arms inside. They inside? don't want you to stick your okay. arms out. Cause you stick your arms out. You'll fucking lose it. Yeah. Uh, so what ends up happening is it, it kind of, it like, comes the so it's you know maybe six or seven carts right and it goes out of the little um you know enclosed area where you enter 
goes out just like a few feet out, like 10, 15 feet out. And then they announce it like, okay, we're getting ready to go. And then it, it tracks back like a few feet. Like it's sort of winding up. And then as soon as it goes, fucking like a rocket, it, it's, it's got a catapult system, mm. which is what, so this one goes uh, zero to 93 in something like three and a half seconds. It's fucking fast. And what happens is it shoots you out and you go straight up 380 feet in the, in the air while it twists you. And it's this big horseshoe and comes back down the other side super fast. And that's basically it. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's not like fun. I mean, I don't care, but it's still cool. Like I still, I like, I like uh, knowing how tall things are and how fast things go. That, that's something compelling to me. Yeah, and it was cool to watch it, just like from the perspective of yeah, someone in the car right. to be like, oh shit, well that's. So what would this you thing go on like. that if you were there? Probably not. I'm not a big roller coaster guy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I used to like him. I don't know. I never really liked him. I don't care. No. Yeah. You ever go to Six Flags? I in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to. Yes, I have been. Canopy Lake, of course, as a kid, and then Six yeah, Flags. Yeah, sucks. I've been to Disney and Universal. That's different. And, I think the ones at Six Flags. Oh, Universal, I guess. But Six Flags is well, good Disney one, still so. has roller coasters and shit. I suck. Six Flags is like legit ones, so. though. I guess it does. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, bunch of different. I've been to theme park. I'm, they're not my. I don't really care about them. Yeah. So that was what. That's that's what was happening. All right. Roller coasters and Putin. Yeah. All right. So we're back. On if you have Patreon, you'll hear us uh, on uh, on Sunday with uh, frequency. Frequency. Um, That'll be tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then if you don't have Patreon, or even if you do, we'll be back on a Wednesday and we'll, with School of Rock. School of Rock. And then uh, Kill Bill Volume One on Saturday. Yeah, that's gonna we'll be do fun. School of Rock on Wednesday, Kill Bill on Saturday, and the following week we'll do Kill Bill on Wednesday. So it's almost like back to back Kill Bills. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. See, I thought how about you, this. How you snip that together? Pretty good, right? Yeah. Um. I guess that's all we have, right? Yeah, so listen, big thank I, you to R.A. Minahan. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and, the great R.A. Uh, uh, nominated this, uh, this, this movie. Yep. And he also wanted this song. He, he, this is the week he kind of wanted. He did want the Santana but song. But he said he wanted this movie, and then people voted. We had... You voted. If you add it all up, there were like thousands of votes. If you add up all the polls we did, there were, there were tons of votes. votes. They and, definitely uh, wanted us to fucking watch this piece of shit. People wanted this movie. Yep. Was, it, was another one close? I can't remember. Yes. There was Home one. Alone was close. Home Alone was close, which wouldn't have been. I mean, it would have been good Christmas time. Would have actually made sense. It would have made sense, as right? Opposed to a, just this terrible random. The only thing with this movie, though, is to make it, it for R.S. credit is if he really wanted this movie to be seen, you have you don't have. There was only two weeks it was in the top ten. Yeah. So like the odds of us. That's what I, when I was trying to decide. That's why I picked Jackie Brown for my week, my birthday week. Right. But I, I thought about like doing like Office Space or like Shawshank Redemption because those movies had such small time in the box office. Sure. The chances of us hitting it randomly are pretty weak, pretty low. Right. So I, I guess if you're going to nominate a movie, like I mean, someone had nominated Big Lebowski, which made sense, or like Super Troopers, which makes sense. Right. Because like they just weren't big hits. Yeah. It would, Something it would, like Home Alone or like Twister. Probably going to get to them. We'll probably hit it eventually anyway. Right. I so, think so it does make more sense to do the more. I mean, why? Ra wanted us to watch. I think he wanted us to watch movie to punish us. I guess. Yeah. That well, and that's the thing is people. This, people well, people also don't like you, and they voted. If you were, were more loved, then I think we would not, we would talk about Home Alone. <laughs> so I got once again dragged down. I think you used me. I think you used I me. Didn't I, use shit. You, you definitely like you put you you put me up there as not the man of the people, but that's just not the people case. People literally quote me and says, "If you don't like Matt Carano, vote for." Battle I think you are the one who started. I that. did not do that. Are you I sure? I want to watch this fucking movie because you wanted to get me. I on that's you're team. not you're not on team Matt a lot. I am team Chris. <laughs> you're not on team Matt very much Please, though. I, you I, should be on team Matt a lot. Defended more. you so much, I should get a defended fucking retainer. Uh, <laughs> I I do not want to watch this movie. Well, I I voted for Home Alone. Did you really? Yes. It made sense. It was. <laughs> 
Abrams better than this movie. I did not want this to win. I, I did not know. People, a number of people did that, too. If you don't like Mac, a number of people did that. Thanks, guys. So, like, yeah. And I got, once again, I got punished oh, you because of your no, fucking you, shit. No, you were hyping that up. I did not hype you it up. You did hype that up. How did I hype it up? People did that on their own. Yeah. People don't need... People don't need me to not like you. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they do not. They can not like you on You've your own. set up this whole like idea that I'm somehow not the man. Your takes are worse than mine. Imagine They're more how, controversial than mine. Imagine how much people wouldn't like you if I didn't exist. If I was never born, people would really hate you. People, I think people would people, like me more. People kind of like you. Well, no, they don't even no. not anymore. You've created people this narrative. People used to kind of like you, you because I was around. You created this, hate you. this bullshit narrative that I'm not a man of the people. You <laughs> created you this. Did on your own. You've done this. <laughs> you did on your own. <laughs> Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Sir, oh. Sir Blockslot over here. <laughs> a lot I less people now. People. Man of the people. I am. You just mute him instead of block him. I don't. I, I don't have any people mute at all. Okay. I really don't. All right. Well, I, yeah. I, anyone. I, I talk to everybody. I am, but I don't. I don't get the same. You're between your movie takes. <laughs> My movie takes. And, Yours are worse. And you just being you. You have the onslaught of hate. I'm all such the a nice time. guy, though. I don't get it. I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> it's very real, though. So bizarre. What did Kirk Manan say? Kirk said that you were the most hated person in the universe. So weird. It's probably not wrong. Outside of the enemies, you probably are. Outside of the enemies. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Yeah, right. You're right. You're not. Well, yeah, probably of the people who've been on the show, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, but that, you know, but how many, you know, how many of those are there? Yeah, but even people who have been on the you show. You stick though, assholes you on the show. Other people, even who, just, you know, regular people. And I also think part of it is like, it's time. We're just riffing off this a little bit. Uh, I think also part of it is like, Really, it's recency too. I think because pe- you know other people have got like, Steve gets a lot of hate. Mike's got Mike gets a fucking shit ton of hate too. It's just they happen to be on the show a lot. But the point is, I don't. So I had to watch this movie I because think that, you. I are, think that you people should. don't like. No, people I think like your me. Takes I'm likable. I don't get that though, because in real life you're not likable like I am. <laughs> I'm so much more likable. That's not true. You've at all. Get, you've really I, look at me warped. in Saco. I was you've really I was like, hi, I, I, like I wasn't. Eh, of course, I was better to say hi than you were. No, I yeah, was. I was. I was pe- working in the show when I wasn't were working. Happy to see me. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, you were. That, that's not true. You fucking create this bullshit. Why been, lie? You don't have I'm to create lying. this narrative. After you were more, you like you're more known. Obviously, because you've been on the show. I said I talked to shit ton of people. Right. But like people after meeting us, people were happier to meet me. I think I'm more fun. I'm more fun. Who's more fun? Shut up. Yeah, exactly. I'm more fun. You might be a little fun. I'm way more fun, uh, but I'm certainly nicer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, probably. certainly you, nicer. You are, like, I'm a, nicer a really person nice guy. Yeah. 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 You probably you are a nicer person than I am. It is. Yeah. 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 You're lucky to have me. No, bro, no, no, that's not at all. Ah, no, uh, you you are here, you exist, and I exist, and we do the show together. That's <laughs> it. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, that's so shitty. What do you want me to say? Whatever. I guess the truth. You, I was getting so bored back this week for my uh, people were defending your uh, your take. Uh, something no yeah, on the uh, when i shit on you for not knowing about wow yeah exactly in the oscar shit people yeah, seem right. to people seem to uh, take your yeah, time that so, man you, so people. i can be kind of a dick sometimes for sure okay well, yeah good good of you to admit it uh so you were right though on this movie i think it really made most of most of it on one in one week it was like tw- it made 12 million dollars well, the first week yeah, and then I mean, it was, of course then it was dead. i mean you know once the once the reviews got out yeah if you if you want a, a, some good laughs the roger ebert review is pretty funny it is good uh I went through Rotten Tomatoes. There's only, there's like 43 top critics and only one person approved it. And he, even his review was like, 
it's it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Like he tried to like he said yeah. like Travolta he thought was funny and a couple other things he thought were and like but there was nothing even close to like a good review. I love how fucking Travolta was defending it too. He's like, hey man, you know I'd much rather be. It seems like this really connected more with the audience than the review than the fucking he, he's critics. Like, oh, what? He must have so many yes people. He's like, it he made, must. like he's like, oh, it made money. It, it, it was it was a you know we're he's only doing the sequel because I just don't feel like it. Like he thought it was weird spin on it. Thought it was creeping up at to a hundred million in sales. So it's like, hey, how delusional are you? Maybe if you count all of international, maybe if you count, I thought that's what Wiki did was count fucking everything, which was something like thirty million dollars is what it made. Yeah, and maybe if you count like merch, maybe or maybe if you count like uh, video rentals, <sighs> if you count everything, maybe it does get close. But if maybe. that's the case, then that original budget is not like he's right. Not, he's making he's he's yeah. counting everything. Yeah, like, that's bullshit. not that's not accurate. And then the fucking producers blaming Scientology, Barry Peppers blaming the fucking editing. They all were just pointing fingers throughout this whole entire thing. It's a piece of shit. Kind of like what happens on the show where you point fingers at me, telling people how bad I am. How mean I don't tell I am. anyone how bad you are. You think I'm good? I, I, I good at what? Everything? No, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You're, uh, you're, 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 we both do quantum week. <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean. I'm not. Uh, so we're back on, uh, either frequency or school rock. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a patron, you want some extra content during the holidays, sign up $5 level gets you uh, frequency and seven other shows that we've done. Yeah. I think they're all there. They're Jackie all there. Brown's and that tons of good stuff. Yeah. There's some, yeah, some good, yeah. some good movies we've covered. Oh, uh, hell or high water. Hell or high, right. Which we just both really liked. Yep. Um, yeah, some of the movies, it's nice having the third movie now a week because now I can like, I don't feel like I have to make like Sophie's choice as much. Yeah. Like frequency was a movie we probably wouldn't have covered because we had gladiator and battle. So I'm like, yeah, but I really wanted to, I have a lot to say about frequency. I'm like, Oh cool. We get to kind of throw that in there. So there's a lot of those, like kind of like, I'll say like whatever, maybe a fringe underrated. Or, uh, yeah. Right. Like movies that are, that are, I think more, more interesting to talk about sometimes than the blockbusters are. Yeah. Cool. Uh, see you next time. See you.